is going on? Welcome to the 23rd episode of Talking Sticks. We appreciate everyone who has tuned in, and I am ready to get into it today. What is going on, Snake? What's up, brother? We are on the Michael Jordan of episodes right now. We are. Honestly, I've typed in every number, but for some reason, when I got to 23, I instantly was like, oh, Michael Jordan. So The flu game. I don't know why. When I got to 12, I didn't think fucking Tom Brady. We're talking goats. You here. know, that's interesting. That's interesting. Are there any other, like, iconic numbers that you think of, like, where you're just like, well, MJ. Like, I, I, I mean, Ken Griffey 99. for me for 24. 99, obviously, for Gretzky. But iconic numbers, do you think? Uh, iconic numbers, I think of 56 from Danny Bateman in the hit film The Replacements. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. It's my favorite movie of all time. It's such a it's such a good movie. It's a good flick. And to it's be honest, good... I think I think you could have been uh I think you could have been uh old Falco. Old Shane yeah. Falco. I think you I think you could play Shane Falco. And what's really funny about that is I think that that's why I love that movie. Because I um when I was in the fifth grade I had a girlfriend. It was really serious. Um and her mother told me that um I remind her of Shane Falco and this mom snake i have to send you a piece oh my god i'm talking no cialis needed <laughs> just a slight breeze and you're fine huh let me tell you it's uh, every time i saw her it was like i was wearing silk underwear and a little wind <laughs> came by dude so uh, speaking speaking of dime pieces dude we were getting into uh we were talking about apps do you want to get into that right now can we talk about it can we open up okay god i'm so excited everyone was telling me Get on Hinge. Get on Hinge. And I'm like, fine, I guess I'll do it. You know, I uh, I don't know. Do you use the same picture? I use the picture of us two. Oh, when dude. I got the, with, with the Britney shirt. Hi. Let me show you. I wish you could focus. I know. I can see it. I can. I know exactly. I use the same fucking picture. So, do you think so, that oh, wait, uh, people wait, are getting on. I have that one, and I have the one where you're kissing me. And uh, I think oh, yeah? the one where you're – yeah, I think the one you're kissing me is uh, – that one's Bumble. No, Bumble's the same one. Yeah. See, I and use then, the same ones too. Hang on. It's a good man. picture of us. Oh, it it's really a great is, picture. Dude. I think the one, oh, man, maybe the maybe you kissing me is Tinder. Wow. Because you never know what you're going to get on fucking Tinder. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> I, got, I, I just got us hanging out, man. I mean, God. It's I a mean, fucking, it's, it's just a it's great picture. It's such a great picture. It's such I a know. great picture. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, so I, all my buddies were like, dude, you got to find a girlfriend, man. And I was like, okay. Oh, this and that, that's what really sucks about it. Like, so this is going to sound hilarious because of the way that I talk, but I am so bad at like really giving myself compliments and like, or saying stuff like that is about me. But so you mean like when people are asking, like, uh, like the when the dating apps are asking you questions, you're like, ah, I do not want to answer this good about me because I don't like yeah. doing that. No, I like, yeah, like, cause I, I'm like one of those guys. And is it because really... you go blank? Is it because you you have no idea what to say, or you legitimately are like, nope, I do not want to fucking talk about myself. I think it's a combination of both. Like, I mean, because I, I mean, you know me, I'm not very interesting. You know, I'm just a shithead who fucking lives at home with his parents, you know? So, What'd you like, say for a living situation? Yeah, oh, a living situation? I just put 
Roommates. In a, in a homeless. Not applicable. Shout baby. out to the homeless people making thousands, hundred thousands of dollars. I live in, but, I live in uh, quote unquote uh, company truck. Yeah. I, uh, but no, I just like, it's like, where do you live? I'm like the deep South. <laughs> Next to Baton Rouge. Yeah. I live like a mile down the street from Blue Bayou. That's, a, <laughs> you know where that is? You know where that is? Yeah. So much traffic. So much traffic. Dude, but no, so, so I, go ahead. I, I want to no, get into this hinge stuff. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, I know because I was gonna hope I was hoping that you could help me fill out my fucking profile because I oh. and I go through and I read these questions and I'm like I asked uh, Lenny I said hey why don't you answer finish these questions for me see what he said I want to see what you say uh, so the first one that I thought was hilarious and I thought I said the same thing about was I won't shut up about blank. <laughs> let's see you won't shut up about um i think you're overthinking i was i am i was gonna say the leafs um and talking sticks for sure um no won't shut up about, about anything i would dude and i went there too but no nah, i just there's too many uh too many sporadic uh, topics oh man this is great Cause I, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I don't even, I don't think I have those. Um, cause I'm, I'm bad at those too. I mean, my next one is I'll introduce you to my family. If blank, I don't know if I like you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if we go out more than two dates, like the problem is you can't meet my parents. Like so you're not ever going to meet them. You think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, that's a good thing. Oh, it would be cool if they could meet my dad. Meeting my mom, nobody cares about. Nah. I'd like to meet your mom. And I'd like nah. to meet your dad. Yeah, Why? My dad's dope. Because my, mo my mom's crazy. Well, yeah, that's because you lived with her for, like, a majority of your for life. And then you just met <laughs> your right. dad. Everyone likes the new kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Every <laughs> Great way to put it. Um. Okay. So, let's see here. What else did you put? What are your where, oh, cuz you can pick them, right? So yeah, you get to pick them and it's like they Hinge by far has 1 billion different things to like set you up like tee you up for a question or a, an answer and I'm just like I don't really know in I mean, let me see what mine are cuz I got it, it yeah, lets I want to hear uh, yours. three of them. Three and then so you I'd, can have a a voice one now. You can use yeah. A dude, voice no, one? Can you imagine that, dude? Why do you want to hear my voice, dude? It's so soft. Like, it, it, they'd be like, "Oh, he's really hot." Then they hear my voice, like, "Oh, well, one of those." The voice doesn't kind match the of, face. Kind thing. of a man, dude. So mine, I have a never have I ever on there. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow. And it, it, can you maybe do take a guess at what it might be? Dude, there's a lot of shit. It's nothing intense. It's nothing. It's very, very simple. It's, it's. I just have never seen Titanic. I'm, I'll just give it because that's a huge one. Oh it's a God. huge question. It's a great. Dude, movie. I've never seen Titanic. It's Dude. a great movie. We all know what happens, and Leo the dies. So who cares? Spoiler yeah, alert: the ship sinks. The ship sinks. Yeah, shocking. It's almost um, like it's that's... history. Yeah. 
Um, hmm. But no, so my first one is we'll get along if, and I said, you're laid back, not a know-it-all, and like sarcastic jokes. That's good. That's good. That's good. I pretty like, honest. It's, I'm an honest it's man. It's pretty honest. Yeah, that's pretty truthful for you. And then the key to my heart is pizza Butler. from any random place. No, How that's vanilla it. is that's that? Like, I feel like that's pretty vanilla, huh? That's, yeah. That is not, that's so vague, dude. That's any random pizza. Bro, you just had Florida Lee pizza and hated it. Like, I know. You that's why I like, I like that. trying different types of pizza. So that's why I said from any okay. random place. Okay, Portnoy. You think that's too vague? You think I, I, maybe I can change on. I'll dial it in a little more. I think, I think you should di- at least at least get it a little bit more dialed in. Um, And then my last one is my best dad joke. And I stole one that I used from uh, – was that the last episode that we, t- we did dad jokes? Or is that two episodes ago? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Those, uh, a couple episodes ago. And then I went with, uh, I only get sick during the weekdays. I must have a weekend immune system. And I thought that one was fucking hilarious. That one's pretty good. Have, um, you, have you got any good pickup lines since you've been on Hinge? Has anybody hit you with a good one? No. Uh, so, I mean, I only started, well, I mean, by the time this comes out, I'll be probably about five days in, maybe. Um, but, uh, no, I've just gotten one... Um, Someone requested a chat. Like they requested a chat. I don't know what that means. I'm new here. Okay. Yeah. They, so they reciprocated. Um, that means they liked you. It said, Lindsay invited you to start a chat. So what does that mean? That means that she swiped right on me yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she, yeah. Yeah. That's basically the way you match on hinge is like, if you comment and they like want to talk, they'll, Hit the little comment box. I think I'm like super honest because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I had this dime piece, like dime me dime piece, like hit me up and was like, hey, uh, think you're really great, think you're really hot, blah 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 blah. And then she was like, and then like two days later, she's like, oh man, I just read your profile and realized you weren't looking for anything serious. I was like. Yeah, I feel like you should be vague there because I mean I don't know. What if the fucking one hits you? You know, then it'll hit you. Don't me. That's fine. Nah, but then dude, that's why I, you don't put that dude, in there. You know, well because dude, if you don't put it in there, man, then they want to hang out all the time, and then they want to have a relationship, and then you have to have that talk either way. Like, well, I feel I'm like not... you're gonna get a little bit of both. No, like yeah, you might sometimes. get some who are just like you know I would just like to go grab ninety five beers and go back and bang in the back of your Subaru. Mm-hmm. But, um, which I mean, is I feel like I a lot. Of, yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like to keep the door open would be better. Cause I feel like I'd, I'd go more relationship thing. I think I got a lot well, of yeah, time on my hands. You I, know? I was in a relationship for so long. Like, yeah, I'm good on that for a while. Dude, let's get back to this hinge stuff. This makes me, this is, makes me so happy that you're finally on there. And you said you're on Tinder too, huh? Oh my God, Tinder! Let me tell you, that is the Africa of dating sites, right there. It's sketchy, fucking it's, wild, dude. I mean, I'm it's talking nuts. If I were to take a poll on how many of them had this, the middle of the fucking nose ring, they have more people with that. I think that and dyed hair, dude. It's gnarly. There's so many hookers on there, dude. 
You think? Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. If they have a Snapchat, they're they're hooking, dude. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, dude. Watch, dude. Watch. I'll start swiping right on news. Dude, just add us, dude. Add one or two Snapchats that are like on their profile, like on their front page. Yeah. Just add them for, just for fun purposes, and see what happens, bro. I guarantee you, within like thirty minutes, they'll be like, "Hey, what are you doing? You're really attractive." And then you just get porn, and then they just yeah. they'll be like, "Hey, ready to meet up? Hundred bucks." You're like, "Ah." Say, it does hey, sound can a little I give bit you a twenty, and I get a over the pants hand job, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Can you just rub one out for me, please? I don't know. I just I, I feel like I don't I don't come across like this isn't my method. But then also I'm a pussy when it gets there and you see a, a girl that's attractive, you know. So it's kind of like, hey, fucking pick your poison here. Either learn how to fucking text message or you know grow a set of of nads. Um, because I feel like the way that I talk and act really doesn't like translate to text message, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, you're if I were to text exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I, if I were to text in dialect, they would be like, this guy has something wrong with him. Oh, this, I'm going to get a they, service hour for hanging out with this guy. Yeah. They, they're going to be like, ah, is this an autism dating site? Is this like, uh, <laughs> dude, oh, man, like, the, like charity work? Like, yeah, man. I, it's like it's a whole nother world man like i i don't even do small talk i just like uh, i'll literally be like hey how are you how was your week i don't like doing this here's my number text me if you want to hang out oh so you're that that's pretty aggressive it seems like i'm quick i don't even yeah like yeah you know i'll just mm -hmm. be like look we'll just go grab drinks we'll go grab whatever we'll go grab food i don't care and you know, whatever. I'm working yeah, on a oh, bit. So you do that quick? Oh yeah, man. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, trying to get the backstory. Make him. I feel like I would want to know somebody. You're trying to date. You know? date. You're tr yeah. You're trying to date. Date. I'm just out there trying to spread my seed, dude. I'm just out there hanging out. Yeah. Just fucking like, watering the plants, huh? Yeah, just watering the plants. And like, I mean, yeah, I've been on two different dates this week. You know? Oh yeah. Any yeah, of them went to like dinner Tuesday? No. Not even a kiss on the cheek? No. Uh, yeah, I made out with one. And then... Oh, yeah? Um, a lot of hand yeah, stuff. And then, yeah, a lot of a hand lot of stuff. Groping. A lot of groping. Yeah, a lot of like, hey, have a good what night. Is groping? <laughs> what is groping? <laughs> it's what, what your creepy that... friend does in the corner when they're like rubbing the shoulders off a fucking girl. Oh, like, okay. So it's just like some, so, some innocent creepy, creepy touching. Yeah. yeah. Innocent, innocent, creepy. creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like if Joe Biden, like, didn't know what he was doing. You know what I mean? If he didn't yeah. know he was creepy. But fucking Trump did, dude. He had an agenda when he went to go grab that pussy. Let me tell you. Yeah, you're right. Good for him. You're right. Yeah. He knew exactly what to it. find. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's great. Um, dude. So what, uh, what else on Hinge that you've liked or enjoyed? Cause I, I like the questions, man. So like, you know, I'm sarcastic. So like, I like reading their, their answers to questions and I just want to like everybody and leave a comment because you, it lets you leave a comment, which I think is incredible. Like you, you can, yeah. you know, so like, yeah, my favorite thing is pineapple on pizza. And it's like, dude, that's, but I always want to comment like when people put, pizza? 
No, man. No, man. It's fucking yeah, what a so fucking I want, psycho. I know. I always want to comment and just say scumbag. And it's like, I'm not yeah. sure if this guy liked my personality or he just doesn't really like pineapple on pizza. And it's like, <laughs> if this is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Pineapple on pizza. It's like, no, bitch, you're fucking wrong. No, you're wrong. Okay? Yeah, you're wrong. Point blank period. Capital R. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I like I, I'm gonna say this. I'm so excited for like a month from now. Like for you and Hinge to go down this road. Because it's Hinge Hinge is definitely by far the superior dating app as far as yeah. like meeting and like hanging out i like bumble too because the girls are the ones that have to message you first so that's they usually just like... in like space bar space bar like it's like a yeah. period there's usually like, like wow. the, the hand waving emoji yeah um I'm you should follow it, follow it up with a dick pic follow it up with a dick pic like what you see hey the fucking broken thumb there's my chance right there fucking broken thumb yeah <laughs> I told this guy <laughs> hi earlier. He sent me back a picture of his dick. <laughs> of his little tiny thumb dick. I didn't know. But, they, but, but what I thought was hilarious about Hinge is, um, so like I, as soon as I signed up, the first girl they showed me, I mean, she was a fucking smoke show. I'm talking 12 out of 10. And then the next couple, smoke show, smoke show, fucking smoke show. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was just—I don't know—I was getting into the fives, I think. And oh, it's dude, like you, get, you, oh, you get into like the horse trails, like you get like bombshells for like ten, and then you get like fifty-two horses in a row. <laughs> They're like, "Welcome to real life. You're ugly as oh, shit. Yeah. We're not giving you the platinum members." We, dude, you know what's been great and funny is like going on dates with these girls that have been on these dating apps too bro the stories you get from these girls is fucking God. incredible dude See, it I think is that's so the downside funny. for me is because i'm gonna oh, bring them dude. on the freaking podcast they're blasting them out dude, dude they like there's a girl that i have seen a couple times where she screenshots the best ones bro she it's literally all she does and they're the best dude like some of these dudes Man. on there are incredible and by incredible i mean nightmares dude like we look like dream boats compared to those guys too like oh i know but i feel there. like when i just ask common questions they just fucking they're like yeah this guy's fucking boring it's like well i mean you seem fucking I mean, boring how about that <laughs> How about that? How about that? Maybe I'll just start off with Dude. that. You seem boring. That would be my fucking <laughs> in, initial DM. You seem fucking boring. Uh, that'd be fucking kind of funny. I want to put a, a debate thing on there. Like JT said, I feel like that's a good call. It is. You put the debate on there, you know? It's like, but I guess it would have to be something that I legitimately actually do like. Like, I would say pizza's overrated. Let's debate. Pizza's overrated. And then all of a sudden, she convinced me and she's like, wow. Pizza, you didn't like pizza a week ago, but now you know the best spots in fucking Prairieville to buy fucking pizza. 
Yeah. Learn that from my buddy. <laughs> it's dude, that's uh that's actually really good. That's I, a form I of did like that. I think. But how about I want you to answer this one for me because I saw this one and it was intriguing. Dating me is like blank. Ooh. There's a lot of ways you could go. Uh dating you is like <laughs> um See, just my initial thoughts, I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, just dating me is like riding a roller coaster but not being buckled in. You know? And also it being like one of those kiddie roller coasters where like two year olds. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going upside down. I'm not killing anybody. No, you're you know? just going in a circle up and down. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Very minimal bumps. I was gonna say dating you is like sitting on the back porch with flip flops and no t shirt on. With the sun hitting you in the face and some terrible music playing. And it's payday. That's what and it's <laughs> No, it's the day after payday and you don't have any money. That's what dating yeah. is like. I don't know. I feel like that's the best one that, that people uh the best comments are because I like legitimately would go through and read them because I find like if you have something funny to say, like I'll like acknowledge it. I think it's polite unless you're you know Really not my type, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't ever read any of that. Oh my god! Ever, I don't. I don't know why. You materialistic scumbag. I know. I really. Yeah. Now I feel like such a douche, man. No, I like legitimately like to read it, and I I like to leave comments on them. Like, hey, I completely disagree with you. I hope you never <laughs> text me again. But at least I left a comment. Just let her know. Maybe that's why I'm looking for people to freaking leave reviews out there. Give me a god, fuck, give us a freaking review for the Talking Sticks podcast, <laughs> dude. Uh, I was gonna ask you, do you put uh, that you're the host of Talking Sticks on your? Oh, so on yeah, your that's, I was gonna get into that a little bit later, but I'm afraid to put that. I think I'm afraid to put that a little bit. They're gonna hear me talking and be like, "Oh yeah, that guy left, left." Yeah. Well, dude, you don't put. Uh... You don't put uh, your Instagram in there? No, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not big. In, like, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I posted a picture or anything on Instagram. I think it was about... Actually, well, I got my fucking cellular device right here. I'll go ahead and tell you. The last time I posted a picture was of Otter, and that was June 6th. June 6th, huh? So, essentially six months ago. Um, hey, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to set a goal for myself to, to get a little more active on social media. Maybe I'll post some more pictures, you think. And I'll just, you know, post like the good ones. And I'm always wearing talking sticks gear, you know? Yeah. Facts about me that that surprises people. What is, can you answer that question, Snake? What's a fact about you that would surprise people? Uh, a fact about me that would surprise people, man. That's a, that's a good one, man. Uh, fuck. I don't know. That I like, know. uh, I think there's probably a lot that. Is like, like, there's not one definite moron. Yeah. Because usually, uh, like, when I see you and you tell me something, you? I'm like, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Most things are not that shocking. Yeah, man. Uh, probably that I'm a twin. I guess that would be, that'd be a shock. Are you? One. Yeah. I'm an identical twin. Jesus Christ. I hope he stays yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah. He's dead. Oh, fuck. Well. <laughs> It's cool, man. He's a stillbirth. I, no, I love, I love pulling that joke because it's, it's. <laughs> I'm like, it's not even a joke, Snake. 
Usually I say stuff and I have no remorse. I said that and I instantly feel like a complete scumbag, which I am, but I really feel I like one. That's I know. That's why I that's why I do it. So I I always set people up and my stomach hurts <laughs> now. It's because you're drinking too much Kool Aid, man. That's it, dude. No, my stomach hurts. I don't dude, feel. I don't feel good. I'm gonna throw up. Too good, dude. Uh, no, he's a stillbirth man, so I didn't even know him. So it's not like it was sad. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It was. <laughs> it was for your mother. I guess, dude. God, man, just think though, that could have been you, huh? Yep, could have been the other way around. I know. You think that's why you grew up and worked at the uh, uh, casino? I mean, because you had good odds, I guess. Good luck, yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, uh, Buzz Killington, we appreciate you bringing that up. So, um, <laughs> thanks a lot. Appreciate it. No um, problem, man. Anytime. Well, I am tired of talking to you. So, why don't we throw it over to this week's guest? And boy, let me tell you, it is a good one. Jude Housewright brought the fucking heat. Let me tell you. He, he was a pretty funny guy. It's a guy I went to high school with. And um, I don't know. Make sure you tune in. I hope you guys enjoy. But before we get into it. <laughs> I just wanted to say, yeah. Here's an ad from Blake Richard Flooring. Wow. It's just Richard Flooring. So. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Hey, it's coming right now. Now. Are you interested in changing the floors in your home or business, but not 100% sure where to start? You should consider contacting Richard Flooring to come to your home and give you a free quote. We do it all right there for you. The free quote to the recommended flooring, the installation, and even the cleanup afterwards. Richard Flooring comes highly recommended. You can ask any customer we've provided service to. You can email us at LLC at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook at richard flooring llc check out the page for plenty of photos of our work and you can even message us through our page you can find the link in the episode description so let us come and change the look of your home today's guest is the perfect combination of the drummer from def flepper and steve martin in the 1979 hit film the jerk except he has both arms and a little bit of rhythm I will say, with a mug like this guy's got, I'm glad they always put the drummer in the back. But don't worry, he's also athletic, as he still holds the school record for most first-down celebrations in one season. All jokes aside, he's a great guy, and I'm jacked up to introduce drummer of Burnhouse, Jude Hausreit. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Uh, it's great to be here. I appreciate it. That is, that honestly is an amazing intro. I couldn't. I couldn't be more thankful for praise. Like that's my that. favorite part of these things yeah. is sitting there yeah. and writing the intros down. That's great stuff, man. Yeah. Believe it or not, I have both my arms. Yeah. Dude, you were this guy. You were the uh, first down guy. <laughs> what? Freaking. You catch the first down, you're giving them the fucking first down sign. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Also, I was the corner that if the quarterback overthrew the receiver, like it was nowhere near, I was, I was saying no You were no fly zone guy. House, House Island, lockdown. Yeah, love it. Love every <laughs> second of it. Um, but uh, so, you know, I mean, you've listened to the podcast, correct? I have. So, you know, I like to do a little research on, on, on Facebook. Um, so you had one quote. I did. And wow. if I wasn't uh, as musically inclined, I don't think I would have gotten it. 
Really? You ready? Okay. He who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So that's from uh, Avenged Sevenfold. That's my favorite band. All my inspiration uh, pretty much comes from them. I mean, they're just, you know, they're something you hold close to your heart. I've always been super passionate about them. So, you know, that quote just speaks to me, I guess. Yeah. Bat Country. Fucking brilliant song. Yes, sir. Trust did me, did dude, you do I, your research? No, no, did you do, do your research? research? Did you know that? I knew that. Really? It's, uh, yeah, I, that's fucking, that song saved on my freaking uh, Spotify list, bro. No a, shit. I have a really diverse um, music portfolio. Um, that's awesome, man. But uh, no, we're still waiting for, for Snake to come on. Um, but yeah, he's having some a bit of a technical difficulty. But now my yeah. next question for you is... So who would you say is a better drummer, Neil Peart or John Bonham? Ooh, good question. Good question. Um, John was was earlier, uh, back in like the seventies and you know, well, er, uh, late sixties, early seventies. So the stuff he was doing at that time was very, um, very monumental, very in- innovative. Yeah. But uh, you know, after some time goes on, drummers kind of start figuring out these tricks and they start improving on it and everything. So once Neil Peart started kind of getting into the picture, the stuff he was doing was more technical and and just different. And, and it's probably expanding on John. I mean, John in, influenced thousands and thousands of drummers, you know. So I would say John can groove better. He's yeah. more in the pocket. But Neil Peart is more just... I would say a better overall drummer in terms of skill. And well, it's crazy to see like, so Neil Peart is the drummer for Rush and uh, John yeah. Bonham's the drummer for Led Zeppelin for rest all in of peace these people. Yep. Rest in peace. Well, John Bonham was also what, like 32 when he died? Yeah, he died, died young. Yeah. Died young. But, um, but no, I just feel like Neil Peart had like uh, every single bell and whistle to yeah. his uh his drum kit and john bonham i mean obviously since he was um breaking through and like m- making all those new ideas and playing different ways he just had like your almost basic looking uh drum set like he just had right. um just basic you know fucking however many pieces it is um, right absolutely but uh so oh well, look who fucking decided <laughs> to join huh welcome once again you have some sort of technical difficulty and you you know are late to the recording but uh hey snake this is my buddy jude what's up, snake? jude what's snake. going on man nothing much um but yeah he he plays um he plays the drums uh in new york on a uh home depot bucket yeah yeah, yeah. For, for, for loose change yeah i'm, for I'm only... sure you're killing it <laughs> Well, I mean, there is a coin shortage, so yeah. coins might that's be the way to issue. go. I do accept Venmo now, though. Yeah, so okay, that's been a okay. game. That's your that's yeah. your at. You, you got the uh, yeah. tip bucket, but then you also have the right. at whatever. Right. I'm sitting um, there going, "Hey, these change," and they go, "Oh, I don't have anything, man. I'm sorry." And I go, "Yeah, well, I got a Venmo. I got a Venmo." You're like, now. it's fine. I got a QR code. You can, I got a yeah. Venmo swipe out there. Oh shit. But so, Jude, like we talked about, uh, so you're a drummer. How did you actually get into playing the drums well my uh dad's been playing guitar his his whole life and um he he's had a music room in every house we've lived in so he had we would always have a drum set and guitars and a bass and 
he rec- recorded his own music and stuff when we were like real young. So we would sit sit in there and watch him like attempt to play the drums to his songs and whatnot. And I just um I don't know. I don't know what called me the drums, but it, it's it was always nice growing up to just it's a good way to control emotions sometimes. So like, you know, if you're having a bad day or something, or if you're having a great day, it's weird how it like reflects on the drums and how you play. So that's always something that's really got me super interested in it. And just the more I realized that, that it could be such a, an escape like that, the more I got into it over time. That's an awesome answer, man. Um, and that was one thing too, is like, I think that, uh, I mean, so we met obviously play in uh, playing football in high school and one thing, yes, cause I mean, you were a quiet kid, you were a quiet kid, but one thing that, uh, I feel like you and I always kind of bonded over was uh, like uh, our taste in music because we, yeah. you like older stuff. I like older stuff and like, we like heavier stuff. Um, and so, I mean, Absolutely. have you always been listening to heavier stuff? Is that all from your dad? Well, uh, so the older stuff, you know, the ACDCs, the Def yeah. Leppards, Led Zeppelin, all that's my dad, you know, growing up and playing 98.1 and like, oh, check out this song. This is yeah. the greatest song in my childhood. And then, you know, once you start hearing that and, and uh, you know, friends of mine would also start getting into newer, newer rock and stuff like that, then it would just slowly start to expand. And now, like, I mean, if it's got instruments in it, man, I, I'm, I'm a fan. So that's that's how I feel. So heavier, heavier stuff. You're, are you into faster, heavier stuff? Like what other, what other music do you listen to other than like Avenged Sevenfold in that heavy vein? Uh, I, yeah, I just, so I just got back two weeks ago from a Slipknot concert in Houston. Okay. That was epic. Um, yeah. I love Tool. I'm a huge Tool fan. Uh, um, I was honestly listening to Tool before we fucking got on this podcast. No way. Are you you, get, you yeah. big, big, big Maynard guy? Oh, love Maynard. He's a fucking genius. He's a fucking genius. I've seen Tool think three times now, and they're. I heard they're nuts, right? Oh my god, man! You you just you chill, you drink, you do whatever. All hard as a rock now. You you sit in the stadium and you just just soak it all in, man. It's it's a lot, but it's awesome. That's sweet, man. But but yeah, I don't. I mean, I can I can go heavier than Slipknot. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's so many different bands, man. Yeah, I mean, I so I used to play hardcore music, right? So oh, cool. all that heavy stuff, like I screamed for a long time and and did all that. Awesome. So yeah, like so I was just curious on like where your transition was. So like middle school was like a huge transitional period for me in like yeah. going into like a different style of music just because I had never really heard it before. Right. Like I grew up on the same stuff, old school stuff. I like a lot of oldies too, like 50s and 60s music. So um but like eighth ninth grade like when i started to write and friends started to show me heavier music that's when i started to like really dive in and change um is that is it like when did that happen for you or you or do you just play whatever like are you just happy to like would you play in jam bands would you play in cover bands does it matter to you um now honestly nowadays like me and my buddies get together and we just jam we we've gotten a lot of inspiration from watching a lot of uh red hot chili peppers live and they just they just play man and and it's it's all on the spot so that's the coolest part about it. i mean they're creating as they go and and being able to do that and, and just mess around and try different things and weird things is always fun too but but growing up um i'd say the transition was 
probably around fifth or sixth grade, my buddy was showing me um, some dream theater stuff. Uh, Bullet for my Valentine came in. We it, it was funny because when we first started hearing some screaming and stuff, we were like, "What is this, man?" Like, I don't know yeah. about this, but once you kind of get used to it, and you're like, "Oh wow, all right, it's speaking to me now." Like, I understand it, I get it. It's it starts to open up so much. Um, but yeah, you know the typical stuff you get into when you're, you know, uh, like the Blink One Eighty Twos and and sure. you know the famous early two thousand stuff kind of starts to propel you into into yeah. the newer age. Yeah. Um, but what like, a fun uh, way to write, man. I love jamming like that. No, I'll shut yeah. the fuck up. Go ahead, Peyton. <laughs> I didn't know you had a question. I thought you were just about no, to rip it dirt. No, I was. No, I was just. Uh, no, I was just gonna call, like say that that way of writing of like just jamming is such a like a fun way to write because everyone's having their own time like just making fills having fun doing what they can it's super fun to write like that right it's it's a much more natural process because um like for for burn houses like first album it was very uh okay let's write this let's do it this way let's it's it was very structured structured yeah yeah, it takes an element out of it. But when uh, when Michael, the singer, started really getting into bass and me and him just started kind of connecting and we started listening to more Chili Peppers, it, it really expanded our writing style when we just get together and just play just whatever came to our, our minds. And, and hopefully we were smart enough to record it or not forget it. But, yeah. I mean, that's just how it came. And it's and, – and that – In my opinion, that's the most beautiful part of music is just being able to, you know, it's cliche to say express yourself through the instruments, but that's really how it is. Um, And that's a question that I did have because you just mentioned Michael. How'd you meet all the members of Burn House? Sorry, I'm trying not to say chill apartment. I'm really not. I'm trying hard not to say chill apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Barnado, for that nickname. Yeah. Um, I will say this, just a heads up. Because y'all probably you probably don't even know this, but we actually have broken up. The band has. Oh shit! Yes, the band is uh, actually not a thing anymore. Um, it was a very uh, stereoty- stereotypical way of a band. Uh, Breaking up. It. We're not giving up, but stopping because it just just egos were getting in the way, um, personality issues. I mean, we had we were on our fourth guitarist at the time who was uh, leaving because he was tired. He just didn't want to deal um, with certain personalities. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I met, so going back, but, but I'm cool with talking about any of it. So still, you can ask me whatever, but going back in time, my dad actually uh, is best friends with Michael's dad and they were in a band together in high school. Okay. So they kind of, yeah, they kind of introduced us when we were freshmen in high school, I think. And that's when um, we we played a show with our dads at like the St. Alphonsus Fair and decided to just keep playing. And then we just kind of grew from there. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Well, I just honestly want to ask one question about it's Michael. He's the lead singer and he plays bass. Yes. Um, I mean, he always has no shirt on. Um, Yeah. So, how many push-ups do you think you could do? Man, I'm going over and under 18 and a half in a row. You think 18 and you'll take 18 and a half? I think I'll I think I'll, I'm taking 18 and a half. All right, well then, I'll take the over on that one. For some reason, I think you could crank out 19, but no more than 19. He's not yeah, hitting I, Yeah. I think 20 
20's pushing it. Um, well, fuck, dude. You kind of fucked up my whole thing. I didn't know that. Well, well, Why isn't look, that just... fucking posted on fucking shit everywhere? Because now I was sitting here and I was like, going to get you to fucking promote the shit out of it. And fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't know that my you buddy, know, best friend got engaged. And yeah. now I don't know that the fucking burn. I mean, I'm spiraling, spiraling. <laughs> look, look, look. Just Thanks ask, for this curveball, dude. I really appreciate yeah, hey, it, man. Appreciate Thank you it. so much, dude. You have thrown no, his look, mind just, into a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> just just go about it like, I don't know, like it's still a fresh topic or something. I think I got it. Yeah. Um, so, I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, dude, yeah, what do you, you think about right. the weather that we've been having? <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this. Dude, so – what do you use to wash your clothes with? Yeah. Detergent or Tide Guy? Do you, use guy? The, do you use the little beads, the downy beads in there? Um, no, man. Uh, I don't, actually. Yeah. I use just normal shit. Um, well, I'm going to ask some more questions about kind of that whole aspect yeah. of it. And, and um, because, I mean, like I went through and I listened and I – listen to a bunch of the um of y'all's songs and i just try to figure out exactly who i thought you guys were kind of aiming to be and you can try to find your inspirations and the one thing that i have the couple bands i have avenged sevenfold red hot chili peppers and primus kind of because there's a couple songs that you have that where you start off bass heavy in there Mm -hmm. primus and then tool obviously you could tell the like that those were the um kind of things Wow, these questions are a lot cooler if you're still in the, the band. <laughs> look, look, man. At the end of the day, I still am a music fanatic. I still play music all the time. I, I, I basically play with my brother and my best friend almost every week. So, I mean, it's still – I still play with my old guitarist too. I mean, dude, it's still very much relevant. So, don't even worry about that. Snake, you look like you have that black person disease I'm, where they start turning white. You know what I'm really? talking about? Yeah, oh, no, but that's no, also it's yeah. It's like a it's like a pigment issue, dude. I don't understand why I would have a pigment issue. It's just well, like a shadow on the side crazy. of my face or something, or what? Um, but uh, so I mean, now that you you guys have come to the conclusion, do you remember a specific show that was like your fucking favorite show? Dude, that's a great question. Um, it's hard, man, because once we got into the Tigerland scene, that's when it just that's when it took off, man. I mean, you're playing Fred's Tent, which that feels like a, a festival show. I mean, you're, you're literally in a tent with 3,000 plus people. And well, so that's I wouldn't say that's my favorite. I'd say that's definitely up there. Um, my absolute favorite show was probably our second album release show at the Varsity. So we I think I was we, there. Really? OK, because I, I believe that's what I was going to say was probably that one because I thought that one you guys fucking killed it. Oh, dude, that that was an amazing uh, experience, man, because that was uh, all of our ticket sales. So 600 plus people. We were really close to selling it out. I mean, I think it holds 800 people. So yeah. to be able to do that locally and, you know, promote the album, play play like a mostly an original set is anyone's. Hey, hey, hey. What? Get out. What you doing? I'm on a podcast. Mom, the Milo. <laughs> Mom, I'm watching porn. Get out of here, dude. God. <laughs> Got my dick in my yeah, Leave me alone. Sorry, my dad's got to get his guitar. No. Uh, Your dad's a great yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that, son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
No, the album release for sure. Because I mean, to be able to play a, a almost a full set with your originals is it's a dream come true, especially in front of you know your hometown with with all your friends and family, and and that's that's something you dream of as dream of as a kid, and you know when you actually get to experience that, it's it's really cool. I mean, I can't say enough about that show. And now, obviously, I'm gonna have to ask the complete opposite. Is there one show that you remember that you like? You all felt like you bombed. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's two that come to mind. Um, yeah. There's there one weekend we played three shows. Uh, we played one Friday night that was super late, and we had two Saturday. So uh, I think the last show was at Rax in like New Roads. Yeah, I know where Rax is. Yeah, the big country bar or whatever. Uh -huh. So by that one, by that one, man, Mike couldn't sing. Man, his voice was shot. Like we had to stop it. I think five or six shows in. But uh, in terms of me, there was one show where uh, it was very last minute. I was out all day at the pool drinking with you know with my buddies and stuff and. Mike calls me, hey, man, Bogies wants us to play tonight. Um, and I was like, dude, I don't know. He's like, no, we're playing it. Like, there's nothing you can do. And I was like, fuck. So I uh, I was uh, a little, little wasted, and it was not fun at all, man. I could not keep rhythm. It, I, dude, I was struggling. I was literally counting down the, the songs just to yeah. get out of there. It was horrible. Oh, that sucked. Uh, well, first of all, it's always embarrassing when you're, you know, trying to put on a show and you drop your drumstick or yeah. your freaking cymbal collapses or yeah, a drum yeah. falls over or something. But I mean, it kind of adds to the show. It just, uh, but dude, man, being on stage, uh, especially in front of a big crowd of people, is is such a rush. I mean, it's it's intoxicating in its own way. Um, yeah, it's hard to describe, honestly. So, uh, like a. Uh I, I used to, it's almost like euphoric, right? Like, it's almost like where, like, you're supposed to be almost is what you Absolutely. feel like, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're, like, you're so comfortable. Like, that's almost like the most comfortable in yourself, I feel yeah. like, as musicians, right? Or entertainers yeah. or even artists, right? Like, when you're in your art, like, that's where you belong. Right. Like, and there's nothing more, like... I don't, it's it, it almost, it, it really is like a freeing, like crazy out of body experience where you're just like in the moment, you're where you're supposed to be and like nothing else matters. No doubt. Especially, you know, you, with you being a front man, I mean, it's even more a thing because you're also looking at these people watching you. I mean, cause you're the focal point at that, at that situation. So but being being behind a drum set, it was almost like a safe place for me. But at the same time, still having the the rush of being up there and knowing that there's eyes on you. But I don't know something about yeah, being behind so, a drum set. Yeah, my little brother was like that too, and he played drums for us. And he's like, he's like really meek and quiet and like kind. And he felt like protected by the drums, but he loved it so much because he could see all the energy, like, out in front of him, and nobody focused on him. So yeah. that's what, kind of the same thing. So I totally understand what you're saying. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, what, don't forget. What, uh, what's your kind of band influence or what was the band that kind of got you into being oh, a Oh, man. Uh, let's see. There was uh, like Dallas Taylor is a huge 
huge inspiration to me, like uh, as a front man. So he was in Under Oath originally. Okay. Um, and then um, he made like a Southern rock hardcore band called Malian and the Sons of Disaster. Um, but like, so back when I was growing up, there was some bands like in town, like Foreknown was a, a local heavy band. And then, uh, but I used to spend a lot of time with those guys. So they were really influential, but bigger bands was like Haste the Day. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, Asley dying. Um, but all that metalcore stuff, uh, really into Comeback Kid for a while. Yeah. Um, so I really like East Court. I, I'm a huge, like, eclectic fan. So I like wherever it comes from. And, um, but yeah, I'm a huge East Coast guy too. So, like, Bane and, um, this is hell, stuff like that. It's all super cool, fun to me too. Dude, uh, I saw As They Lay Dying at the Varsity, man. Great show. Oh, they're crazy, man. I saw them uh, with uh, a bunch of different bands, but In Flames and The Chariot and a bunch of oh, cool awesome. stuff. But, yeah. Cool um, deal. Yeah, dude. Uh, but the, you know what's funny? The first heavy band I ever heard was Chevelle. That was the really? when yeah when point number one came out that because when I asked you the question I was like man what was my was like, and it it's so clear as day because we covered yeah. point number two for like a long time <laughs> cool man yeah super fun um but uh, so now that everything has come to a conclusion with with uh, Burnhouse like do you have other buddies like maybe you and your brother like you said you were playing with them Are y'all uh, looking to maybe start something up or um. You know, I'm open to to playing shows if there are some bands that that need a drummer or you know if some if an opportunity kind of opens up. Right now, I'm cool with just just jamming, you know, yeah. with my brother and, and my and my good friend, my good friends. But uh, I mean, you know, if if the day ever comes or we think we're good enough to start something, we might we might give it a go. But uh, right now, it's just I. I spent, dude, eight years in a band, and, and and it's nice to just be able to play and not have to worry about practice and and just other things. So yeah, I'm kind of just enjoying this time of of just letting loose and and creating stuff on the spot just for fun. Um, but uh, so now that everything has come to a conclusion with with. Uh, Burnhouse, like, do you have other buddies? Like, maybe you and your brother, like you said, you were playing with them. Are y'all uh, looking to maybe start something up? Or, um, you know, I, I'm open to to playing shows if there are some bands that that need a drummer, or you know, if some if an opportunity kind of opens up. Right now, I'm cool with just just jamming, you know, yeah. with my brother and, and my and my good friend, my good friends. But uh, I mean, you know, if if the day ever comes or we think we're good enough to start something we might we might give it a go but uh right now it's just i i've spent dude eight years in a band and it, and it's nice to just be able to play and not have to worry about practice and and just other things so yeah i'm kind of just enjoying this time of of just letting loose and and creating stuff on the spot just for fun well i mean i know that um you were the only person to ever win uh, Employee of the Month 97 times in a row at Callaway's. But is that still where you're working or uh, what's the deal there? No, man. So I still work out there. Um, yeah. You never, you never truly leave Callaway's. It kind of yeah, like no shit. grabs you and just holds you there. Uh, but no, um, I work at a tech company, uh, OmniDeck. It's a business software. It's a startup. So it's about three years old. 
So just kind of giving that opportunity a chance. Um, I'm on the marketing department over there, that, but that's basically what I'm doing. Marketing. We need more guys like that. I think, uh, on the talking steam, uh, fucking can't even know the name of the fucking <laughs> podcast talking sticks, uh, podcast. Um, but no, that's awesome, dude. I just would remember going in there and like you Jude's like sitting there and just like yeah. pumping up the basketballs. Uh, you know, you just be like, yeah, <laughs> be like, Oh, Drago's coming in. Uh, Hey, what's up, buddy? No, the, like, the I best honestly was... want to go back over there. I'm going to freaking pound your ass in fucking racquetball. Frickin', <laughs> I'm a racquetball king, dude. Okay. No, we need to do that. No, I'm down. I know. I'm down. No, I, I just remember uh, they had that basketball tournament, and you came to watch a game, and in the most Drago fashion, walking in with a book sack full of beer, just going to post uh, up on the side of the court. Just, yeah, I'm going to drink Bud Light in this old-ass gym watching yeah. this pickup game. <laughs> I, well, no, I'm usually polite about it. I'll pull, pour it in like a Yeti cup or something. And then, but you know, the, the initial transfer does look a little odd, you know, right, I will right. say like, what, what but, is that uh, dude having his book sack? <laughs> like, is that guy working? Oh, I'm like, Oh yeah, I just got finished working out. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, right. got out of the steam room, you know, pre-workout oh, by the way, post-workout. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but snake Callaway's is a gym. I know it's like where they have weights and stuff like that. Obviously just by looking at it, I can tell you've never fucking been to one. But uh, I just figured I have to. Describe dude, you can't it to you. tell by looking at my face and shoulders, dude. You can't see my milk body, dude. Dude, I can <laughs> tell. I can. You're a guy I can look at and say he has so many tattoos to maybe add a little definition Duh. to his six. It's pack. literally. It's the only reason that I have tattoos is that so that when I get old and fat, like they're like, man, he still looks good. It's fine. <laughs> like, so that way, when I have that fucking pot belly and I'm just resting my bowl of cereal on it. My old lady can just look over and be like, damn, he's fat, but he's still all right. You know what I mean? Like, look at that piece of ass right there. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's my fucking milk body right there. I like that. My little bag well, of milk. Well, Lenny's got, Lenny's got that now, and let me tell you, I don't think my mom says that about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're still together, okay? So that's yeah. what matters, dude. Long that's what love. It doesn't and... matter if you're happy or not, dude. Just stay together. And speaking of love... Mr. Jude, you just got engaged, correct? I did. I did, man. And Big how point. long how have you and Miss Brittany been dating? If you don't know uh, me We are uh, – we make six years in March. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew it was a while because it was all – I felt yeah, like man. it was all through – or a majority of our – when we were in high school, felt like. Oh, no, no. I didn't start dating her for college. Well – I'll go ahead and just take the minus on that Dude, one. And, uh, Dude, you are nice reeling today, bro. You are reeling, bro. I was well. I was oh thinking because, like, you, who Dude. did you date in high school? I feel like you uh, dated Brittany, girl. Dude, not Brittany. Not yeah. not Brittany. No, fucking not, not Brittany, Brittany, bitch. Bro. <laughs> Dude, honestly, not really anyone from high school. Like, well, no one then that go ahead and that's dash two pages, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate Christ, it. Bro. Fuck, dude. You fucking threw my head. So in a... bad, dude. You are so bad. This is awesome, bro. Dude, uh, man, just look, on fire. I knew you were gonna try to catch me on my toes, so I was like, I got to be ready to to return the favor here. I mean, so when's the big day, man? When are you getting married? Uh, getting married November eleventh uh, next year. I think yeah. I got that date right. If she's she's probably gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like, "What the hell? It's the twelfth? Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a Monday. No, it's, yeah. it, it's in November of next year. <laughs> All right. But no, that's awesome. Ahead, and um, 
Um, but no, the one thing that I thought was like pretty cool, and it was almost like you waited for, was the um, like because uh, y'all had the picks in the rain, huh? Like, what are you big big fan of the Notebook or what? <laughs> so, I was like, who's this guy? The fucking uh, whatever the girl's name is in the Notebook. <laughs> no man, that honestly, I did not plan the rain. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, uh, yeah, we it was our graduation party. We we got a. Uh, a surprise party bus and i just decided kind of last minute hey i'm just gonna propose you know all of our people yeah. are gonna be there so it worked out perfectly man i couldn't have it, it was hard as hell to try to plan a surprise like that because you know go ahead uh, go ahead i don't know if you've listened to otter he told like the this most elaborate story about him like finding a date and like doing all of these like he was like waiting for the stars to align to uh <laughs> be uh or ask his fucking lady to marry him or whatever oh dude, um, i mean but yeah go through it. give me what's the process i've never even talked to a woman well i haven't <laughs> i don't think in about seven years but um since but, before uh, you go, and Brittany were together yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but go ahead and uh give us the plan i mean t- how are you feeling what's all that about dude i mean it it's one of those things where like I knew kind of early on that she was the one and, and, you know, we, we wanted to make sure I, I waited for her to get out of nursing school and, and stuff like that before I, I wanted to pop a question like that. But yeah, man, it's so hard to plan a surprise for a woman, but specifically her because she's super just observant and aware. And so if, if anything's a little off, like if I, if I'm going to be acting a little different, she might be like, what's going on? Like what you got up your sleeve. So that was, that was a struggle. And then having to, you know, keep anyone from spilling the beans to her and stuff like that. But it, it was, it was great, man. I, I, I'm surprised it went as planned besides the little rain, even though that kind of added to it. But, uh, but yeah, man, she's great, dude. It's I'm, I'm really blessed to have found someone like her to kind of keep me in check. Yeah. So, um, but you know, you got a birthday coming up, uh, 22nd of, uh, December, huh? Yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. Plus one. Uh, you're a Capricorn, so um, you know what the one of the biggest details of a Capricorn is? What's that? He likes a strong, independent woman, and that's it. Seems like what you got. Boom, dude. That's research right there on the money. Right there on the I'm, money. Research. I'm fucking dash ninety two now. All right, there I feel like go. that was a good one. Hey, we're coming back. A little baby. creepy that I back. knew that, and I looked all that up, but a little. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we're gonna keep rolling with it. Wait, but, let, uh, let me say something real quick, though. Let me say something. So, what you got? Um. I figured out recently that my fiance's little brother plays hockey with you sometimes, Drago. And he does. I went to one of his games a couple of weeks ago, and you weren't there, man. I was really disappointed. I didn't get to see you. Yeah, man. I actually sat out this session. Um, I just, I was fuck. I don't know. I just didn't feel like really playing. If I'm being completely honest with you, I mean, you can only win so many championships in a row. Um, oh but unfortunately. God. Uh, Joey's team did beat us in the finals this past season. Wow. So maybe I'm just wow. a little heartbroken over it. Um, okay. But uh, I think maybe that's what it is. You know how I found out that he was um, Brittany's brother? How? Oh. Did she tell you the, the story about my grandma? Oh, yeah, yeah, in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, my grandma is probably the biggest supporter of this podcast. And <laughs> so I always tell her as, when she was going in, I was like, all right, we'll see if they got any single nurses or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Um, someone sends me a text. I grab, like, Momo's spitting game for you, but there's only this one girl. Her name's Brittany Borg, and I'm like, yeah, I know who that is. 
like yeah her her um it was boyfriend at the time uh was uh is jude house right and i'm like do you know who that is i'm like do i know who that is yes i know who that is i know who jude house right is okay and i thought it was fucking hilarious i was like yeah what a small world huh yeah yeah she said the same thing she's like yeah i know peyton drago and then she texts yeah. me she goes she goes peyton drago i was like yeah it's my boy what about him that's funny which by the way circling back to that um just being just going to see joey like play hockey dude i haven't been to a hockey game since the kingfish played when i was real young but like being there up close and just seeing it even if it was you know not like super serious like that you really i, I forgot how just intense that sport is and just like it's it's pretty incredible to see you know someone maintain control of the puck while you know skating skating backwards and just man that it it was really eye-opening man it's been a while since i've truly witnessed hockey like that and what's funny about that is the reason that it's so intense at such a low level that that we play at is because you always have to keep your head up because half the kids can't skate or stop so you, you got to keep your head yeah like snake and you have to keep your head up unless someone's just gonna nonchalant run into you and ears fucking right you know but no it, it's fun to play out there um it's it, like it's having a rogue football player i'm sorry to cut you off dude but if you really think about that man if you had one rogue terrible football player that just ran around like a bowling ball you know what i'm saying like how chaotic and terrible that would be or even basketball because it would be yeah. five on five a little bit more tight bro right like because that's how hockey is dude especially with you'll have like like there's like orchestra going on with four players and then there's one guy like just like has no idea what to do and just as like people are dodging him usually me sorry that's just a (laughs) funny analogy man that hit me hard okay hey sorry you can go ahead i don't know how i forgot this this is my biggest loss of the day oh so joey borg do you know um who he is at all? Who are you asking me? Yeah, you. Well, obviously, no. I would hope that he knows his future brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, how the fuck would I know Joey? Bo- how the fuck would I know that? Like, you that, know who that I, you wait, know who he is? I'm gonna punch you in your shit. Who he is? The guy who told Blake he was gonna hold his wife. How did you? And that's so great. I man. forgot about that. What? What's yeah. that story? Oh, so Joey, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Joey's kind of a scumbag out there. Kind of the biggest scumbag in the league, you know. But I mean, he fucking does his job of getting underneath people's skin, you know. I will say that, yeah. And I'm I'm a chatty Cathy out there. That's kind of his 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 game. And this guy told Blake, he said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking hold. I'm gonna hold the trophy. I'm gonna hold your wife." That was in the championship game. I don't know how I didn't think about that earlier. That's incredible. I thought it was funny, and obviously Blake tried to kill him. And, um, damn, that that's so crazy, dude. Future he, he's a shy guy outside of hockey, then, man. That's that is nuts. Hockey does it to you, man. Hockey, yeah, hockey just exactly. makes you feel like you're fucking, you know, ten feet tall. Get out there, you make one good move, and all of a sudden you're fucking Gretzky, you know. <laughs> but um, that but is no, nice. I for one love your brother-in-law. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go on that. record. You've and never say even that. met him. Never met him. Never seen him. I'm going on record right now, but dude, put this in the podcast. I love. What's his name? Joey Bork. Joey Borg. Berg. Berg. Yeah. What? 
why are you saying it's so fucked is it up? Borg? Borg. It's it's Berg. It's pronounced Berg. Uh-huh. It looks oh, wow. like Jesus. Dash ninety seven oh, for fucking Peyton oh, today. Oh my fuck, dude! You've been saying <laughs> Borg the whole fucking show. You didn't think to ask him one time, dude. I thought it was pretty Borg. Oh, no. Hey God, man, it's dude. not gonna be Borg for long, man. It'll be house. There you go. I mean, I was it's, trying to fight the urge to call it house right. Let me, well, let me say this, dude. It's also been six years, dude. Of them being together, that you don't know her fucking last name. I went to middle school with her. Pigeon, yeah. dude. Drake has known her long Dude, you're digging yourself even deeper, dude. Why? Why even respond to that? Drake has known her longer than me. <laughs> I'm not a strong oh, reader. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're like, uh, dude, I mean, more like struggling, dude. This guy. <laughs> God, he's giving it 100 percent i think he's, tr- he's trying good thing dude. about when i struggle is i fucking carry the bus okay yeah what bust is, these what little is, juice i give the bus yeah, juice i'll struggle some more that bitch. i'm <laughs> driving i'm the mechanic i'm everything for the struggle you are bus. no breaks full send struggle bus right off a cliff miss um, Brittany berg miss Brittany uh, berg any house I uh, I apologize and I'm sorry for my grandmother. Yeah, no. hey, sorry, shout also, out to her, man. She's yeah. awesome. Super blessed. I love her. But now you know what I really want to get onto. What's it? Football. Hey, Football. I'm glad you bring this up because let me say this real quick. Let me oh, let me just God. let me give this let me never give Drago, make... No 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 no. Let me. I want to give Drago some love, man, because dude, coming in as a freshman, um. And, you know, when you're a freshman, you're not really practicing with the ones and and stuff like that. So you're kind of on the sidelines. You're watching. You're observant. I just remember being a freshman and thinking, man, Drago's out there in the secondary. Like, he's the vocal leader. He's he's making all the calls. He's he's getting all these interceptions and stuff. I, I thought you were a total badass, man. I, I will admit that. I thought that was really cool. I was like, man, to be a sophomore like that just – being the freaking stud on the on the defense that that was really cool to see. How did uh, you still and- not get pussy? <laughs> well, I did back then. How, dude? It's I did back time. then. That's a last. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, the last right. time. Before, that was the last time. That was before, that was before Brittany. We're good. That's yeah. been seven years, dude. Nice. Yeah. A, <laughs> when when Jude had all those girlfriends in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I Nobody. appreciate that. And I'm yeah. sorry I let you down. Um, but uh, one thing that um, that I'm a little upset you didn't mention were um, is what everyone mentions when they come on here from when we played football together. No, 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 no. I, I wanted to get to that. Uh, if All we're right. talking, oh, about- fuck it. here we go. I knew you were going to say <laughs> just nothing, nothing like you know, whether it's before game, after game, before practice, after practice, death taxes. Peyton Drago butt naked in the locker room acting like a fool. Yeah. So many cartwheels. Dude, I did a cartwheel into a front roll one time, Snake, and I was soaking wet, and I just slid like a slip and slide across the locker room floor, which probably has to be the dirtiest floor in the whole fucking campus. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But, like, but you know, Varnado's coming out of that coaching office door right there, and you just got Drago, you know, doing doing some pumps like what's up coach just completely <laughs> talking to him and it, it just basically like trying to get him to look and coach is just like don't look, don't look. <laughs> but now what i want to talk about is snake you know how you wear like that helmet that yeah. doesn't fit and you just have brutal gear wear 
Yeah. Jude Housewright. Yeah. Absolute worst fucking gear wear in all of St. Michael football history. <laughs> Dude, it was so I mean, I love the no the no uh no gloves look. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> this guy, he was wearing the same cleats as the lineman. <laughs> and he would wear like these freaking random land socks shark. they're always scrunched down yeah the land sharks the land socks shark. all scrunched down out of all the people that i've played with the only person who has worse gear wear than you would be probably i don't know dude that's tough man You're up there. dude it has to be, has to be but like bertrand bertrand <laughs> maybe and that's only because he's fresh in my mind because jeff brought him up and he said that he had so much potential which dude, i thought was dude. What position did you play? I played receiver and corner. So I played more corner uh, junior, senior year, but I still played you, some receiver as well. You went, you went no gloves, land shark, short <laughs> socks, and so, you're a white DB. What are you doing? I'm throwing at your so ass all flashy. I would have been so flashy, dude. I, like, if I would have started, dude, I would have been so flashy. I would have hey, worn – Every band, it, I would have copied every cool kid. Are you? That's cool, man. But, but see, but that—that's kind of who I am. I've—I'm telling you, <laughs> I have been made fun of my entire life for what I wear, how I wear it, dude. And I just—I don't, I don't give a shit. Like that's just how I've always been. Like I, all my clothes are hand-me-downs. Like everyone's yeah. like, dude, man, like sick uh tread shoes man tread like, like, yeah like, i'm like dude they were like 30 bucks and they they're probably made the exact same as nike like i don't care yeah <laughs> but that is but no, one thing uh, too about you is like you're like so like you could give two shits like what people yeah. are fucking saying oh, like oh, oh you don't like my shirt like ah oh, it's fine fuck it right right hey man leader uh interception leader junior year on the team you don't oh, throw yeah. to this white boy let me tell you. Well, the, did the, you tie my wardrobe, record or not? The, no, I didn't know. Nah. But like the wardrobe was a part of that illusion, you know. Yes. I, if they see, if they see this guy, oh, on film, oh, we're throwing this, throwing against this guy all day long. I mean, it's the illusion, man. You're, you're on House Island. Not That's kind of like if uh, <laughs> if you wore sunglasses and had a walking stick going up to the drum kit. Yeah. Kind of that illusion, huh? <laughs> Hey, there was one uh, play too. Uh, I don't know. I had my this. You probably don't remember, but we were playing Walker your senior year, and uh, Jeff. Well, they they took Fry out. They took Christian Fry out, and they put me in because uh, I was playing more corner at the time. And it was like towards the end of the game, and and Jeff threw a beautiful bomb to me, and I scored. And the on the video they show you you're because you were on the field too. On the video they show you like doing some weird like celebration dance all oh yeah dude i always got pumped up for the touchdown i always i always loved the guys i just loved when everyone else i was like don't throw me the ball fucking yeah just something awesome i get fucking jazzed up dude i got oh, fucking dude, yeah. pumped so that, great you know who, you know who we're gonna have to have on here that i honestly dude. haven't even reached out to and i feel bad that i haven't is logan rome oh yeah man Oh, dude, me and Rome go far back. We we were friends. Uh, we knew each other in, in elementary school, uh, STM days. Oh, you went to STM? I went to STM for a year, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just your uh, – what year? Like your eighth grade uh, year? Kindergarten, or? dude. 
No oh, kindergarten. Okay. I was I was homeschooled before really? high school. I no was. way. First through eighth grade. That's fucking incredible. I know. Oh, that Obviously, explains your wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Kids weren't wearing explains, that. Well, he, dude. Yeah, dude. He he was the most popular kid in school and could wear whatever yeah. he wanted. Dude. Dude, so you no, no one ever told him any like different. This, you never went to be he hung, out, he hung out with his mom. Is like it's like you, like you dress the same way because your mom, you live with your mom still. Like right. his yeah. first eight years, he was just like, all right, mom says right. this is cool. Thanks a lot. I, Appreciate. I had it. a wardrobe only a mother could love. <laughs> yeah, that's the still, way it said. But it's at least, hey man, confidence is all that matters, man. <laughs> For sure. Um, God, dude, I just loved your fucking i'm thinking about it now in my head your gear wear i mean it was so snake be like this is the guy this is the guy who's catching all the passes and it's like it's 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 it really is deceiving it's like fucking like i mean i'm talking no wristbands no nothing just like almost you look like and i hate saying this because of how good of a varsity player you were but you look like you were the like captain of the jv team you know <laughs> senior year but no and that's why i had to say that yeah like like hey what was that guy's name he had to have been there when he was uh i think nicholas uh fuck i don't know if you were there or not nicholas fuck i think that was your you weren't in uh you weren't a freshman yet but dude they had this guy and he had the i mean how tall are you dude five eight five eight and a half yeah this guy's like five six or so but he weighed like 220 pounds and he wore this helmet that I'm pretty sure you bought at Academy. And I'm not talking about a real helmet. And he only played JV. He only, and he was a senior. Fuck. What's his name? It's Nick. Wait, you're Nick's... talking about the, you're talking about the dude from a different country. No, not Unai Nekatan. Dude, Unai Nekatan yeah, was not, the first time Unai. I ever okay. saw an uncircumcised penis. And I was terrified. <laughs> Dude, but usually maybe, a guy maybe comes. Maybe you should call him a hard F word too. Maybe that'll work, dude. <laughs> you say everything else crazy as fuck. Yeah. Okay. You want a hard F word? How about this? Yes, he was a foreigner. <laughs> he was. He was. Dude, that's some great times though, man. I, I I miss it all the time. Dude, that honestly, I didn't understand when people told me um, that like uh, what you what you're gonna miss the most is like. Not playing the games. Like, I honestly, if I could go back to high school, I wouldn't want to play one single fucking game. I would wow. just want to go sit in the locker room, shoot the shit. And that's what I love about yeah. um, That's what you do now. I know, exactly. Like, half the time I just get dressed, take warm-ups, put my helmet on, and go back to the bench. Or, and uh, yeah. go back to the locker room. I mean, that's about it. I'm there for the yeah, pump-up uh, pregame tunes. And then and after that, I might as well go sit in the stands. It's not going to do anything anyway. Um, but, uh, but, uh, do you have a Patrick O'Friel story? I just remember, uh, with O'Friel, you know, he was a, he was a senior. I mean, when I was a freshman, so yeah, that class, dude, that class was scary as shit, man. I mean, they were, they were some mean dudes. I mean, they were like, once you got to know them, they were cool. But like when you were a freshman, you saw them, you were, you were worried you were going to be hazed in some way. But anyway, O'Friel was all was the one though that was always nice to me, and uh, I, it was just funny because you wouldn't expect that, and you'd look over pregame, and O'Friel's got like suicide silence on in his ears, and he's just like 
He's like, and he's also got like some skull candy, like oh, yeah. huge, obnoxious, yeah. like headphones right. on. Yeah, and, you know, no, he he's... did listen to heavy stuff, huh? Oh, but he also dude, he was a big it's... rap guy too. Like he loved oh, really? like NWA and like stuff like that. Well, he would, he would, you know, like you can lip sync all the time, you know, you, you yeah. people or they or they might sing along, but Ophria was screaming along. Ophria was like lip screaming. And so that was uh, that was always interesting. It was scary when you were that young. You're like, man, this guy probably has killed somebody. Yeah, because uh, like Ophir used to bring me home. He'd really? bring me home because yeah, he lived like uh, down the street from me, so he'd bring me home and be listening to all this shit in there. But honestly, out of that senior, I thought that that was going to be the year that we won a playoff game because we hosted one against Franklin yeah, Parish and got our dick kicked in the dirt. But I mean, we no, already dude, talked we were, about we were, it. Dude, we were winning that game at one point. Like we were yeah, in I know. that game. And then, and they wheels put, fell off. So I got taken out for some reason, and then you know, all of a sudden we lost. You know, not that's a big what deal. happened, man. That's Probably what happened. So. Dude, um, hey, just I can just picture Peyton Drago yelling Oski. I mean, that's that's embedded <laughs> in my brain. Oski, Oski, Oski. Dude, fucking, I forgot about Oski, Oski, Oski. Yeah, man. Fucking loose ball, dude. <laughs> that would that would have what. That's what it was, huh? No, no. A loose. Someone gets a pick. Everyone's yelling Oski. Oh, was it? I thought that was yeah. when they had a loose ball. Yeah, because you had to turn and block. Yeah, because you had to turn and block when you heard Oski. Yeah. Oh. Which, who, hey, who the Snake, hell go ahead and tell that? me a fucking football story from your, uh, from nah, your high school. Dude. Oh, dude, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you oh, one. I'll tell you one. The first time I ever Anyway, started. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, <laughs> I was never yelling Oski, Oski, Oski because I was usually the one who took away the ball. Not a big deal. Go ahead, Snake. Fuck me. No, dude. <laughs> dude, the first time I ever started, I started at corner and uh I the receiver was huge. He was big as fuck. He was like six three. And like he ended up coming off the line and I was not I we were we were in cover three, dude. I wasn't I wasn't even really paying attention, dude. Right. To be honest with you. And this guy fucking smashed me. Like <laughs> ran me the fuck over. <laughs> And it was a toss coming my way. It was a sweep coming my way, and oh. right, right up, right up the sidelines, bro. Like it was like the next day before we even got into film. The next day, like a couple, I had a couple coaches for for teachers, and they were like, "Hey, you were playing, you were playing strong side corner to start, right?" I was like, yeah, coach, I was. I'm like, well, you're never gonna do that again, are you? I'm like, no. I'm like, are we talking about starting or are we talking about never getting smashed again? Because I think I'm never starting again either. But thanks a lot. Man. Fuck. All petrified. Man. Terrible, man. You actually Dude, the played worst. football? I played every – yeah, I played every sport growing up. Dude. I'm actually an athlete. I'm actually an athlete. I'm just not on – Renaissance, man. Yeah, just not Go on ahead, skates, dude. man. I know you had something that was actually important versus this guy sitting here telling us he's an athlete. Uh, Dude, I had a pigeon story. <laughs> You're a fucking guy who wears basketball shoes but can't hit a three. But you wear basketball shoes at all times. Bro, have you ever seen me? I will – dude, stop. I beat you in one-on-one for sure, and I suck wow. at basketball. Wow. That's Defensive a, specialist. Grego, you were wow. on the basketball team for a couple years, right? I was. I was a last two-minute of – uh, of the game specialist because uh, oh. they would put me out there to foul because I was the best fucking fouler on the whole team. That's hockey. That's hockey for sure. Played with Jacob yeah. Evans, which that was pretty neat. The guy was pretty fucking yeah. incredible. Sure, man. Um, it's my boy. But, uh, what else? You played another sport too, didn't you? Track? No. 
no. I, no, it's uh, funny because you were like the slowest guy, receiver we had. I thought you might be like a cross-country guy. No, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> I played a lot of basketball in uh, middle school for like YMCA leagues for, for, my, for my mom's The homeschool league. That's yeah. the court was in the kitchen. Yeah. You had one. You had one kid on your team. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was playing against the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But dude, the, the dog sometimes they're a little nasty. You know. Yeah, the nerf hoop, right? <laughs> Just on the back of the door. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Patrick Ewing. Ah. And then you got to uh, you got to high school, and you're like, "Why is the net so high?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "This isn't basketball. What is this? This ball's yeah. huge. I'm yeah. supposed to shoot this." <laughs> um. Wait, this is five on five. <laughs> Why are there so many people? <laughs> the dog's not as quick as that. Yeah, no. Um, but but Jude, you did. Um, but seriously though, like as a football player, I mean, minus the worst gear wear of all time, you were very like you were the dark horse for our team. Like before, it was uh, Brent Thankel, which is a brutal name. That's his, literally his name, and I didn't fuck that oh, one I know, up. I know, I know him. Yeah, a dingle. and um, but no, he would catch like every single third down. Yeah, fucking pass, just like fucking Big. Juju. Like he was always fucking there and just wide open. Yeah. Big um, dash Duncan target, dude. Thirteen interceptions in two games. Ever heard of it? Oh, dude, wasn't that, wasn't one of them a playoff game too? Yeah, it was against Houghton. We almost beat oh. them. That was my. That was yeah, wasn't that my... game like in the sixties? Wasn't like sixty something to like. That was the best game of my high school career, and I was a or it was the playoff game of my freshman year, and because uh, like I barely played any defense, I just played offense. Yeah, and we ran the spin offense, and at halftime we went down. It was like forty nine to like seven or fourteen, maybe. Ooh. And it's like, wow, this is what the fucking playoffs are like. This fucking sucks. And then the next half we run spin offense, and it was like fucking. I mean, I probably had about a hundred fucking something, fucking rushing yards alone, as long as well as like a couple catches. Like I was fucking on fire. Damn. Um, man. And uh, we go down and we've run the spin offense to get us back in the game. And um, there's about five minutes left in the game, and we're on the one yard line. We're about to fucking score. We're down by three. So you score a touchdown. You're up by up by four but if you don't then you kick a field goal it's fucking tied okay they throw a fucking interception on the one yard line it's a pick six so we go down 10 and we ended up fucking losing by 10 i was fucking pissed man that was tough that's tough yeah who was your favorite coach in high school and you can't say fucking chad davis because um no one can say chad davis's name except for me until he actually comes on the podcast Okay, fair enough. Um, but but quick shout out to him though because he was the one that got me to come back. Uh, I quit my sophomore year, and he, he did. He pushed hard for me to come back and play. Uh, I remember the reason why too. He just he sat me down in PE. He gave me a sheet of paper. He said pros and cons list right now, and I couldn't really write down many cons. And I just sat there like you know what he's right. And I remember at the jamboree the following year against Catholic. I was playing and I was doing well. And I remember coming to him at, uh, after the game and just said, thanks, man. And he was like, I told you, you're welcome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So not including him. <laughs> uh, man, that's a good question, dude. Oh. 
Because I always forget about the the guys who came in like later, like my yeah junior you remember, and senior. Uh, you remember Coach Pip? Yeah, I, was, I thought you were gonna say Pip. Yeah, uh, I had a so feeling you were gonna say Pip. Yeah, Pip was the DB coach. Uh, yeah, Pip was really good, man. Um, I love Newbauer. Newbauer was a jackass in a funny way. Like he hated um, everybody, but like yeah. he loved everybody, especially when he right. had his PE and he acted up. He, oh yeah, right, no doubt. Like he he'd get so pissed, he'd be like. Because we, you know, someone would be trying like a little too hard in PE, we call him a try hard. And, and Newbauer's like, I hate the term try hard. You should, you should give it 100%. And we're like, dude, this is, we're playing, we're playing kickball in PE. Like, dude, you're not trying hard at anything, dude. You're yeah, sitting here I, watching us play kickball. Right, okay? right. And, and like, no offense, Newbauer, but it's second hour and I'm not trying to be drenched in sweat for the rest of the day. See, I always <laughs> had PE late. Always, except uh, for my freshman year, but like half of the year is, is uh, health. So yeah, right. You, I mean, you only have to worry about the other half of the year being drenched in sweat all day. For sure, for but, sure. Uh, I no, seventh love, hour. Love oh yeah, dude. Neeson was fucking Neeson was awesome. awesome. Even though he's not really a coach, like Neeson was. The well, shit. he's just a good guy to talk to because yeah, I mean he. Oh, yeah. Played sports, was coached sports, and like if you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing out there, and he would give you the most honest fucking opinion that you've oh, yeah. ever gotten before. He'd be like, right. uh, you know why? Is because you come out of this break uh, 95 times slower than every single other kid on the team. That's like, yeah, you suck at this, you suck at that, and it was like, wow, I yeah. feel like I'm being beat up. But if you actually pay attention to it, it was good right. fucking advice, so you knew what to work on. Yeah. You know what's funny though about this is a quick Neeson story. Uh, one mm-hmm. time we were, I was at a JV game, and I started cramping. Um, you know, when you get a leg cramp, you are you submit to it, man, because there is nothing you can do. Nothing like, you can do just, about it. Yeah, and you're you're yelling in pain, like ah. Well, it's funny because it was a JV game. Like the parents are right there. It's like my dad kind of he came down to see what was going on, and and. Neeson and my dad are both leaning over me. I don't think Neeson realized that was my dad. And, I, and I'm, I'm yelling, and, he, and Neeson goes, uh, house right, chill out. Those are the noises your mom makes at night. Ah, <laughs> my dad was no way. Was like, I just remember going, dude, Neeson, what the, what are you saying? Bro? Dude, this guy, <laughs> Neeson was like the fucking, he was like as honest as you can get. Best trainer by far yeah. that I've ever seen. I mean, for sure. Or, or had to deal with the sides. Holmes too. Shout out to Holmes. Yeah, um, dude, Holmes he, also too. Big big Holmes sailor was guy. More of a, Craig Saylor. Yeah, yeah. Craig Saylor, dude. I saw Craig Saylor when I went and uh, went to the game and saw uh, saw Jeff and and him. They yeah. uh, those are awesome guys. Um, do you have any oh. questions for us or uh, Snake? Do you have any questions? Um, no, not off the top of my head. Oh, do you got any questions shit. for uh, for me? Uh, let's see. Let's see. What was, what was a game that was just so memorable for you? Like, obviously by the time I was there. By the time you were there, probably, um, Jewel Sumner. I think that was my sophomore year. We played there and the back half of the lights shut off. They wouldn't fucking turn on. And so it was like <laughs> dark on one end of the field. Like you basically had a yeah. kickoff and then like you just flipped the field. And like they did that for like the first like half or whatever. 
And that's also where Britney Spears is from. And free Britney. Thanks. I'm so glad that she's free now. Oh, and by the oh. way, in that game, I also had two interceptions and a fumble return. So go ahead and keep the change. Boy, couldn't even see. Attaboy. Couldn't even see. Night vision, Drago. Is there one that you can think of? That's a good question. Um, I always go back to the Walker game. You know, yeah. scored a t- I think I scored two touchdowns in varsity. But, like, being able to experience that, and it's just – it's cool, you know. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a nice little rush too. It doesn't compare uh, to being on stage though. Yeah, and a boy, I just I remember like being on punt one time. And this dude came off the edge and straight up threw his fist into my nuts. Like he knew what he was doing. Like just bah! and I was just like, "Are you serious, bro?" I you like hate that? special teams. You like that? <laughs> just like, come on, dude. What an ass, man. Um. And I'll say I will say though for sure, like the hardest I ever got hit before was um in a fucking JV game for sure. And I wasn't even paying really? attention. Like I'm like the play is like they they tackled the guy at the line and this and this guy comes by and fuck it. And I just remember being so upset. And this is gonna sound super fucking arrogant, super fucking arrogant. Wow, shocking. I'm like. Fuck you, dude. I play varsity. <laughs> and I, like, I literally had to walk 25 feet just to go find my head. That's, like, essentially what happened. And I was like, fuck you, dude. I play varsity. I think I was a freshman. And uh, we was against Woodlawn. Man, oh, they always had a bunch of fucking killers over there, dude. They, oh, they yeah, had some yeah. big boys. No, um, no doubt you got cheap shotted. Yeah, dude. I'm like all by myself, like way in the back, playing free safety. And this guy, is like, the play ended ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm walking off. The game's over. I'm walking to the sideline. <laughs> Bang. Because <laughs> um, now I'm thinking of another time, dude. You're bringing it out at me. Now I'm telling stories all about me. You know, hey, we're gonna today's uh, today's guest Shocking. is Peyton Drago. <laughs> But no, that I had yeah. this interception against the Struma. Days with Drago, dude. Yeah, awesome. the uh, no, I had this one interception against the Struma, and I'm running it back, running it back, running it back, and then I'm trying to cu- I go to cut back, and this guy fucking I didn't even see him comes out of nowhere, fucking smokes me like fucking you know went helmet to helmet was okay you know that's when I played yeah. you know the real yeah. tough league you know right right um and this guy fucking bounces my head off the turf. And I'm like uh, Tweety Bird, like I give like fucking. <laughs> and yeah. I just remember getting up and him like talking so much shit to me, saying I fucking killed you, I fucking killed you. And I just get up and I have the ball, and then I just I'm like waving the ball at him, and I did the most dramatic Drago thing <laughs> of all time, just like dropped it like I was fucking Prince at a at a fucking concert, just dropped the ball like. <laughs> And God, no, that's man, amazing, I didn't really dude. say fucked up shit to people until like I got to play in hockey because that's when you really, yeah. it's really easy. You can, right. you don't have the mouth guard in. Well, I don't wear a mouth guard, but for you don't sure, have to, like, for have sure. to fight over that. But no, uh, one time I got an interception and I was running down the sidelines and I got just destroyed out of bounds, just wrecked. And I'm laying on the ground. Well, this freaking fat ass coach, it was on the opposing sideline. So this fat ass coach for luxury. That's tough too. Yeah, 
Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, because everyone's surrounding you. Well, he acts yeah. like I hit him in the legs. So he just just rolls on top of me. Just, 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 no just falls on. And, and Timber. Dude, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm being suffocated. And AJ's like, dude, get the hell off. AJ's running over there, like, get the hell off the man. And it was just dude, like, AJ threw, jumped in with a flying fucking kick. He headbutted right, the coach. Right. No, man, dude. But, AJ, AJ's awesome, bro. He's, he's doing ahead. his thing, man. Go ahead and talk about AJ for a second. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. I have never been around someone in any sport just so – he's just – his instincts, man. I mean, I just think back of all the times where the quarterback's snapping the ball and he's immediately reading the hole where the play's going and he's blowing it up. I mean, dude. Like he saw the fucking future. You know, I, right. Like, And I know Jeff, I think, said this on the podcast last time, but, I mean, if he was – three inches taller he would have been d1 playing everywhere you know i mean that dude he, he, everyone I talk to, Michael history i keep here like everyone says the same thing as well as with the, his height thing and i fucking hate bringing that up again because i mean you don't want to bring up because that's something that he can't control but like that's why i'm so happy yeah. for him to find his plays and finally have signed the ufc right. contract it's like that didn't fucking matter dude I'm going to hit you with one of these fucking hard rights or a fucking something. You know, that that's why, like, I think it doesn't surprise any any of his friends, at least, that he's succeeding on this level. I mean, he found something where he could have his full aggression, and it doesn't matter his height. So, I mean, shout out to him, dude. You got to get him on here, man, because he, you know, he's blowing I, up. I know. Dude, he and I uh... – I saw him and he said he'd come on and then I texted him like two weeks ago and you know, Luke says it he's usually horrible. takes him about two weeks. Yeah. That's what everyone oh, says. He's horrible with responding, dude. I might just dude. fucking call him one day and just keep dude. calling him until he fucking answers. Dude, I wished him happy birthday. Like I texted him that. Yeah. He responded like a month later and was like, <laughs> Oh man, just, just now seeing this. this. Thanks, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, I saw you in public like a week ago. Yeah. No, it's, that's fucking funny, man. But no, Jude, I think that's all that I got for you, buddy. Cool deal, man. Cool well, deal. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah, man. No, thank thank y'all. This is this is really cool. And, you know, if there's ever a time where y'all are getting uh, previous guests back on, man, hit me up because I'm down to do this again. And it's know. nice hey, meeting you, Snake. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome, man. It was a pleasure. I was actually really looking forward to this, man. We've I, this interview. I was actually really, really excited for. Cool, um, cool deal. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to meet you and be able to, to get out, get in one with you. So this is good. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. No problem, Drago. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's always good. It's well, always good to see your face. I know you too, buddy. It's, it, it's good to see you, man. And uh, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. I feel, I feel like we run into each other the most random places too. And we do. We do. It's always like I would see you at Cowboys when I would just go show up for those games or whatever. Right. And then I also right. saw you uh, – I'll, I'll see you at like a – like I feel like the last time that I saw you that wasn't Callaways was at like a random restaurant. And yeah, for uh, some reason, just winging it. Oh, uh, we don't want to, have to talk about just winging it, no free ads. Um, but, yeah, oh, I'm there almost sorry. every day. Hey, He's there no, all yeah. the time, dude. Makes hey, you ever um, want to see Peyton go to winging it. Hey, Easy money. No, seriously. Hey, I don't know what you're doing on Monday, but uh, 
Loop sent out a text. He said, hey, look, let's go to winging it on Monday to me, Fry, and uh, Knox. So oh, really? If you're not busy Monday, yeah, come over to uh, winging it. Y'all going to watch the game? I don't know what game. Saints play on Monday? Oh. <laughs> Monday night football, man. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. They said that. I think it's like 6 o'clock, 6.30 or something. Okay. But, okay. yeah. Cool, so if you're not busy, I see come by. time, too. I see Fry. It's Fry uh, lives in my neighborhood, or my parents' neighborhood, really? and I have yet to see him or talk to him. <laughs> Dude, he's at he's at Callaway's at like four a.m. every morning. He's a nerd. That's why. Yeah, that's why. But but all right, buddy. Well, thanks again for coming on. And hey, look, I'll text you. We'll figure out uh, for Monday. Yeah, yeah, that works, man. Cool deal. All right, buddy. All right, guys. But, uh, no, so last weekend we had the Turkey Day tournament, and let me tell you, it was an experience. It was certainly an experience. Yeah, tell me how the tourney went, dude. How'd it go? Uh, it went well. You know, so our first game we won, um, second game we won, and then the third game we played Travis, who Travis Caldwell, he will be coming on. We talked to him. Uh, I talked to him. And um, we lost. Well, we didn't lose. We tied them, and apparently that was essentially a loss. And I'm like, "What do you mean? Didn't let us keep playing? To, I mean, how is a fucking tie a loss now?" Anyway, but uh, no, it was good. But uh, I mean, I would have to say the worst part of the entire tournament was Saturday. We played at 8 a.m., which really wasn't bad. But what I didn't like was, so you know how they always have the guy selling sticks like pro stock shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we're with a buddy, former guest, uh, Ethan Webb. Shout out, Webby. And he, we're sitting there talking to this guy or whatever, and we find out he's, he's like, yeah, I got like a store or whatever, like a warehouse basically full of like pro stock sticks, everything. I just bring like our top stuff. And um, so he's like, well, I want to like, I want to go. He's like telling me, he's like, yeah, I want to go and see it. And you're like, well, hey, like, where is this place at? And he's like, oh, it's about 45 minutes away from the rink here. It's like 45 minutes, guy. And so we go out there because Webby demanded it. Screw you, Webby. And this guy, he said that he had 8,000 sticks. We show up there. The guy had about 20,000 sticks. 19,995 of them, left-handed sticks. Absolute garbage, dude. I know. I'm a, I shoot right. And he was like, yeah, they're all about 85 bucks, you know, because uh, a lot of them, you know, they got the tape on them and stuff like that. So they're just like used pro stock. They're about 80, 90 bucks, whatever. And then so I find this one didn't have any tape on it, but it was like nothing special about it or whatever. And I'm like, wow, this one's pretty light, you know, 80 bucks, similar curve to mine. But the only thing I didn't like, it was 95 flex, I like a lower flex. You know, I'm not taking fucking hard shots. Okay. I'm usually just trying to chip it somewhere. Yeah, do you even lean on your stick? Like in warm-ups, I do. That's for the ladies, though. And um, so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to grab it. I mean, it's only 80 bucks, whatever. I get up there. I'm not paying attention. This guy's writing my fucking receipt on a piece of copy paper. I'm like, this seems like a racket. I finally, like, got my fucking copy paper receipt. You know how much he charged me for that stick? How much? $190. Jesus Christ, dude. No, 190 bucks. I'm like, this is fucking absurd. Get to use the stick. 
absolutely hate it. Okay, do you do you hate it because you spent so much money on it? Well, did you even give it a chance? Because I feel like you probably I did. I did. I did because it's the same curve that I have, but the thing is is different about it is okay. So in the stick that I usually use, the curve in the heel is like somewhat narrow compared to the rest of the blade. And this one is like, he told me what the blade was. He's like, it's called the max something, whatever, where it's basically the height of your blade is the, as thick as it can be. It says the lies as long as it can be. And it's fucking something else. I don't know, but the heel, it, it fucks me up. And it's ninety five flex. If I was gonna know it was one hundred and ninety five dollars or ninety bucks, I wouldn't have bought a ninety five flex. I wouldn't have bought anything. Maybe a visor. I used the visor and I ended up just doing the same thing I do now. I just fucking flipping it up and just looking, wearing no visor essentially. That sucks. Yeah, man. But at least I got three that's, rolls of Howie's. Yeah, that's a shitty story, dude. That is. I know, man. You know what else sucks? So I saw this place online. It was called the Rusty Crab. It's a fucking SpongeBob themed place in Houston. And I was like, I want to go. I want to go. And Saturday on the way back from this fucking whatever you want warehouse, we're like, all right, let's go to the, the Rusty Crab. And they're closed for maintenance. Dude, the worst. Man, and you know, you just kept getting shit on, huh? I, I kind of, man. I mean, it was like. But the dude, the, the, I will say, though, the, I have to circle back to the guy who runs that place. He does a phenomenal job. No, he really was a super nice guy. It's not his fault that, you know, I got no spit, no lube. But, um, no, but uh, so we got back to the rink, and I was just, I, I, don't, I wasn't let down. Like, I, was, I had a good time. I had a really good time. I, I just almost seemed like I needed something or someone you know like i missed you a lot I missed you a lot you know because sometimes you know midday you know you just you get a little down you know so you need a fucking hype guy you need a fuck yeah, someone you gotta, to go, you up you gotta a have bit. a pick me up you and gotta have someone you, that's always on 10 and like uh so you weren't there nor was sammy so it's like tough i'm own hype guy you can only sell, smell so much ammonia before, you know, your dick is soft. Dude, and you know what's funny for me, dude? Richardson is my hype guy because he's so chill. Yeah. And he's like, it's funny because he, he's my Sammy, dude. So I don't like, it's funny because I don't, when I'm with him, dude, I don't have to worry about nothing. He drives, he drives everywhere. He takes care of my shit. He picks my shit up. He makes sure I still have weed. He makes sure he's, he's like he's always like paying attention. So I just am fucking like relaxed and on ten all the fucking time. But see, that's, now when I come home, I die for two weeks. But yeah. But the the thing about like so my I have several people, you know, I have a lot of associates, but my guy who makes sure that I have everything that I absolutely need. Hands down, Daniel Hawkins. Damn fucking uh, he, excellent fucking man. Love him to death. He loves karate. I know he's going to hate me for saying that. It's actually huge team guy, fucking, though. Huge team yeah. guy, though. No, he's, he's honestly the best. And um, that's who I ended up saying with because I usually say with um, Sammy. And one year he made me book our hotel room. So I made sure I only get one bed just for us. 
just the two of us. Dude, that's yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, um, but no, no, Hawk is definitely that guy. See, because I need someone who's not relaxed, which is what Hawk is, you know, because Hawk is super, you know, just laid back guy. But Sammy puts me in my place, and you just get me hyped up. That that's the key to my heart, ladies. All those people who are on fucking uh, hinge out there, the key to my heart is you need a high guy and a low guy. Okay. Yeah. Put me in my place, and then also fucking let the beat build, and then you're like, dun, 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 dun. fucking sandstorms playing in the background. You're like fucking throwing your fist around. You're like, fucking let's go. Yeah, everybody needs you know. that person. I like being that guy. Plus, it makes me the center of attention, which I love. Yeah, love being that guy. And but it's like it's also it's not fun to be the center of attention when it's like people that I don't know, man. I don't even really know what I want to say. And what? Why? Oh my god! Why don't you just wait like thirty minutes? I know. All right, fine. See you. Bye. Love you too. Kumbaya. But I know the no motherfuckers. One motherfucking thing. Chop, quit running away. You're supposed to be fucking tough. You're a pussy. Fucking softer than I am. I hope he keeps us in here. Fuck is that be hysterical. Come here. I mean, for fuck's sakes, man. Chop, come here. Fucking lay down. Fucking soft ass bitch. Oh, look, now you want to fucking jump up on me. Look, look. Well, yeah, dude. You yelled. So quit man. licking the mic. Quit licking the mic. My God. You know, I mean, what I was stop. What I was saying about Stewart is every time I talk to my guys, Stewart, and it. My God, dude, this podcast is going down the drain. Speaking of going down the drain, you know who texted me earlier this week and said that um, he had after next week he's done with school. Oh, is that Mr. Rishaw? Mr. Fucking Black Rishaw, bro. Let me die. Rishaw Flon. Fucking Rishaw Flon. So don't you fucking worry, ladies and gentlemen. He will be coming back. And probably, yeah. I would say, probably about the, the new year. You know, because it's Christmas. And he's got a couple times. I'm sure he's going to be busy with family stuff, as you are as well. Um, But, uh, no, we're still going to be pumping out episodes. But um, Blake Rishaw's coming awesome. back. And I feel I like can, that I episode. No, fuck you. You're part of the team. Yeah, it, dude, it's going to be super fun to have him back. It'll be good to have him around. I can't wait for that first episode. I'm going to be so jazzed up. I'm talking, what are those uh, fingertip lights? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Where they wear, the, the, yeah, long, like the, the long ones, right? Yeah, they got like the glove like, with all the lights on the fingers. That's what I'm going to be wearing. I'm going to be that jazzed up, I think. That type of jazz hands, huh? Do you have um, a snake story? Hmm. Or is there anything that you'd like to talk about? Let's see. Do I have a snake story? Um, let's see here. Let me see. <laughs> okay, I got one. All right. Oh, here we go. I got one. Fucking tabernacle. And it's kind of, it's kind of like a pet. It's like a funny pet peeve, I guess. Yeah which is hilarious. So I am very, usually I'm very, very optimistic. I'm not like, I'm not a negative person. And like, I know a lot of 
people that are like that. And that being said, the other day I was driving with one of those people and they sneezed. And when they sneezed, they said, Ugh, I hate sneezing. And I went, a sneeze is like a tenth of an orgasm, dude. Yeah, I, you say, hate, like, I feel like I kind of like, like sneezing. You hate coming? Like, that's how that's how much you don't like life? That you, it just like, that's what I equated it to. And I was like, that's where my mind went. Like, especially like comedically, I'm going to write a bit about that motherfucker. But I think it's hilarious. Like, like you didn't shart. Yeah, you, how can you be so negative that you are like, nah, fuck sneezing. It feels good. I don't like that shit. Like, do what? Like, what do you think? Sneezing is overrated. It's so. It's such like. It's such a weird like. A weird situation that happened that like, <laughs> literally, it just made me look at him. Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you hate a tenth of an orgasm? It's so weird. Do you ever sneeze while you're jerking off? <laughs> no. I don't think I've ever sneezed while I've been jerking off. Which, uh, what, what do you think that puts that number at? About a, oh, I would man, say at least probably, a five, I think. Yeah. Dude, that would be... I wonder if that would be intense. I don't oh, think I've I ever mean, sneezed while I've had sex either. Do you wear socks sometimes? Oh, dude, I hate wearing socks in bed. Like, Yeah. No, I don't like that either. Yeah, I'm... I like, watch Netflix and socks sometimes on the couch, but other than that, I don't think I get in bed. Yeah. No. Socks off. Can't sleep in a shirt either. I usually can't sleep in too many clothes. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't sometimes I like to wear a hoodie to sleep. Sometimes I, now, I mean, I'll fall asleep in a hoodie, but I mean, half the falling the asleep, that that's thing's passing off. out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. If you go with a hoodie, you love it at first. Like sometimes I'll just put like a pair of. Um, sweatpants on and a hoodie, lay in bed and like be on top of the cover, uh, on top of the covers of my pristinely made bed. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'll just fall asleep and just like right on top. It's just comfortable, you know. It's almost like you're wearing a comforter. Like a, that's what a sweatsuit is. I think it's just a comforter for your body. I'd agree with that. Thanks for again, Jude, for coming on, buddy. Um, it was a good time. We definitely would love to have you come back on. Um. But usually when you have those locker room guys, you just he – t- he says one story, and then all of a sudden it turns into a fucking lot of random nonsense stories, which we think are funny, and that's essentially what it's about. You just want to jump right into the funny. You got anything to say, Pony Boy? No. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, y'all have a good week. We love you. Thanks for listening, subscribing, liking, reviewing. All that shit. Thank you so much. Love you, Peyton. I hate you. Eat shit, Derek. Eat shit. I'm not even. I'm not gonna call him dad, even if there's a fire. Dude, I feel like you don't use names when you when there's a fire. I feel like when there's a fire, you're just kind of like, let's all get out. Like you're not saying, hey, there's my mom. There's my not dad. <laughs> a lot of holes Dude, in that does... that statement. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Oh man, fuck off. All Have right. a good week, everybody. Later. <laughs>